Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of AdMail. This is Adam Bergman, founder and CEO of IRA Financial. I'm here to help you find the answers to the most frequently asked questions from my clients about self-directed retirement accounts. If you want to learn more, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on social media. Just search IRA Financial. Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of AdMail. I'm Adam Bergman, tax attorney and founder of IRA Financial. And on today's episode, I got three great questions uh, from three really smart people. I'm not even sure if they're clients. Uh, again, this, this podcast is open to anyone that is interested in having any question answered uh, involving self-directed retirement accounts or even just general retirement account questions. Uh, I don't provide investment advice, uh, but I will answer any tax or legal related question on IRAs, Roth IRAs, SEPs, SIMPLES, 401ks, or the like. So uh, feel free, if you have questions, you can hit us up um, on social media, Twitter, IRA Financial, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and also YouTube, uh, IRA Financial channel. So you can just send us questions that way, uh, or you can send a question to info at irafinancial.com and just put ad mail um, or ask Adam and it will be sent to me and I will do my best to uh, answer it on a uh, subsequent podcast. But let's get going. First question is from Nick L. of Lubbock, Texas. Nick wants to know, I own stocks in my IRA of Vanguard. Can I move them into a self-directed IRA with IRA Financial without tax? Uh, 100% Nick. So most people, what they do is they'll sell their securities at Vanguard or wherever they're held, get into cash, roll the cash to us, generally we will initiate the transfer. So if your funds are in an IRA, which it seems they are, you'll sell the securities, you'll go on our app, you'll complete an application on our app or website, which takes a couple minutes. Uh, you upload um, two forms of ID, upload a statement, um, complete some information, which will allow us to uh, complete a transfer authorization form. And then we, at your um, request, will send the transfer request form to Vanguard, who will send the cash to IRA Financial, all tax-free. Whenever you do transactions within the IRA, it's all tax-free. So you don't have to worry about selling securities in your IRA. There's no tax, no ordinary income, no capital gains, zero, no tax. And then you can move it to IRA Financial. And then the goal obviously is to do something alternative, I assume, um, which you could do uh, real estate or cryptos or gold or private placements, whatever you want to do, crowdfunding, um, you can do it through our platform. I'm excited to announce that hopefully in the next three to four months, uh, our platform with Fidelity will be live and then you will be able to actually transfer over those securities directly to us without having to sell them. And uh, we will hold them for you, no commissions uh, with Fidelity. So that's something that's in the work. But for now, uh, Nick, you just uh, sell the securities, get the cash, go on our app, open an account, move the cash to us. Then you go back on our app, complete investment authorization uh, form, telling us where to send the money. We will do that, make the investment without tax, and we will take care of all the IRS reporting. So pretty um, pretty simple and um, you know, easy to uh, utilize and uh, really full service. We'll take care of everything, even set up bank account for you, Capital One, if you need one for your IRA. Second question is from Teresa R. of Lincoln, Nebraska. And Teresa wants to know, I have rental income from a vacation home I rent out. Can I set up a self-directed IRA, contribute that income? So great question, Teresa. When you make contributions to an IRA, 
the IRS requires that you need to have income. So what's income? Well, it's compensation, right? W-2, 1099, um, anything that's based off compensation for services, a guaranteed payment, W-2, 1099 is the most common. Schedule C income. Schedule E income, so if you're treating this rental income from your vacation home, not as a business, but as passive rental income, and put it on Schedule E on your tax return, E as in Edward, then it's likely not going to be treated as income and thus not eligible to be contributed to an IRA or 401k. So Teresa, check out how you're reporting this on your return. Um, now, if you are married, Teresa, you can piggyback off your partner um, and you could then, assuming that person makes over 6,000 bucks or 7,000 if you're over 50, you can then piggyback off their income and then use some of their ordinary income to contribute to your own IRA. Um, but again, they need to have sufficient income to do it. So to answer your question, Teresa, if your rental income is treated as Schedule E, it's likely not going to be available to be contributed to an IRA or 401k. But if you're treating it as Schedule C as in Charlie income, then it is eligible to be contributed to an IRA or 401k. So that, that's something you just got to check out. And also, if you're married, then you can potentially pick, piggyback off your spouse and um, use some of that income to make a contribution to your IRA or 401k. So thanks again for the question, Teresa. Really, really enjoyed it. The last question for today's podcast is from Stephen R. of New Haven, Connecticut. And Stephen wants to know, I have a checkbook IRA LLC. I know I can't be compensated, but can I get reimbursed for traveling expenses to visit investments? So another really, really good question. Um, and really happy you asked it, Stephen, because I get this a lot. And clearly, even in our operating agreement, so if you have a self-directed IRA LLC, that means the IRA owns the LLC, right? You manage the LLC as per the LLC operating agreement. And as a manager, you have control. Now, our operating agreement explicitly says you cannot be compensated. Why? Because 4975C in the tax code clearly says you can't receive any compensation you know, from an IRA. So we can't allow you to be compensated because that would violate 4975. Now, what about traveling expenses, reimbursements, things like that? So my, my suggestion is don't do it. If you want to be super clean and safe, you are allowed to technically get or use personal funds for what's necessary and reasonable for your IRA, like setting up an account, um, things like that, or hiring an accountant, hiring a lawyer, things like that. You can pay out of personal expenses for something that's necessary uh, for, for the IRA. Traveling to visit a property, is not, I don't think it's necessary. Um, it's just not something I would try to get reimbursed for or use personal, or you, I would use personal uh, funds for. That, that's what I would do. Um, I know it's hard to prove. You, I get clients pushing back on this saying, Adam, wait, I live in Florida. I gotta go to Indianapolis, look at a property. It's for my IRA, it's not for me. I should be using my IRA to, to go there. I say, well, yeah, technically, yes. But you need to be able to prove that every part of your travel was explicitly done for your IRA. So you, you, you got to make sure and then, and then that onus is on you versus just using your personal money. The IRS, you don't get a deduction for it. So the IRS is not going to care if you're in Indianapolis or Hawaii or Paris. And you, you go to Indianapolis on your own dime, take a look, have some dinner, relax, enjoy the city, and also take a look at the property. And this way, it's cleaner. No one's going to know 
um, the IRS won't know that it related to your IRA, it was just a vacation, and you checked out a property and decided to do it or not. Anytime you start moving money between your IRA and you, or your LLC owned by your IRA and you, you open up the door to potential attack. Um, just you know, put it, puts, puts it on paper that, hey, money came out of the LLC account back to me. Now you need to explain it. You'd have to explain every facet of your trip. Did you go, you stay an extra hour that you didn't have to? Why did you go to this restaurant? It just gets super messy for no reason. Um, if you got to go visit the property in person, just pay for it personally. Um, yeah, you may push back and say, well, it's, that's my IRA is benefiting. That's illegal. Well, um, there's no other way of doing it because if you use your IRA to do it, um, you really need to be very specific and make sure that you can prove uh, that this was done specifically for your IRA. I think it opens a can of worms and uh, I think it's just much cleaner to just go visit the property, go on vacation. Um, so you happen to drive by the property. It's just very hard, especially for real estate, to prove that the trip was necessary, to prove that every part of your trip was specifically designed to help your IRA. Uh, it, it just gets too messy. You pay for the airfare, but not the restaurants. I'll say you, you go to a bar and meet some friends. Like it's a mess. Uh, I wouldn't suggest it. Um, just go check out the property on your own dime. No one has to know that you you went to look at a piece of property as well. Um, all right, it, it's just part, part of your personal travel. That's the way I would play it. Uh, it'd be impossible for the IRS to show that your trip to Indianapolis, which um, you didn't even take a deduction for because it was a vacation, uh, and in some way benefit your IRA, right? You may not even buy that property. So you, you just may be exploring. So um, if, you, if it was me um, and I own an IRA LLC and I've done this stuff, I, I do not use my IRA to pay for my flights and restaurants and hotels. When I do some exploring to look for investments uh, outside of uh, my state of residence. And I, I just don't think it's, it's a smart thing. Yeah, I get reimbursed for uh, accountants, lawyers, things like that, if you need to pay for it, um, state filing, things like that, that's necessary and you need to do it. But everything that's not necessary, you can pay a third party to do this, um, go on online, do online uh, research. If you need to go there, honestly, just suck it up, pay for it yourself. Um, I think it would be much cleaner and uh, almost impossible for the IRS to, to argue that somehow there, there's a prohibited transaction and some uh, benefit derived to your IRA because, hey, there's no guarantee you're buying that property, right? You're just kind of exploring the area. So it's a great question. I've gotten a lot of debates with clients and actually a bunch of tax attorneys on this uh, in, in my kind of uh, group where, you know, some say, well, if you're going there specifically for the IRA, you've got to use IRA funds. And the issue is, okay, how do you prove that, right? You're going to buy the property. Maybe you're not buying it. Maybe the deal falls through. So now go prove that you went to Florida, Hawaii, New York, wherever it is to buy this property, um, prove that it was actually intended for the transaction, right? I could say I'm going to Paris to look for an apartment to buy my IRA. Oh, I was there two weeks. I didn't find anything. I used my IRA to pay for my vacation though. Sorry. I mean, you're just going to lose on an audit. Trust me. I've been in audits with the IRS. Once there's money being moved from an IRA related account to you, you're on the hook. You got some explaining to do. You better be able to explain why that money went to you. Because if not, you're going to be nailed and your IRA is going to be blown up as a prohibited transaction, even if it was for 50 bucks. So I do not like and do not suggest any money being moved between the IRA and a disqualified person. So again, if you want to do some research, some exploring a person of a potential investment, 
pay for it yourself. Make it part of a vacation you're going on and then you happen to kind of drive by the house or stop by, jog around the house and, and make sure this is where you want to invest. But um, make it as part of a personal trip. Don't just make it exclusively an IRA trip. I think it's going to be too hard to explain. If you get audited, Stephen, and I wouldn't want to be in that position because I think you'd have a very tough time uh, winning that battle with the IRS. So it's a great question. Um, and I'm probably going to do um, some more on this question because I get it a lot and I'm really happy you uh, answered it uh, because, or asked it, I should say, I answered it um, because you know, I just get busy with a lot of other topics, but this one just keeps coming up a lot. And um, it's really, obviously the tax code says one thing where you can't be compensated. Uh, you don't want to benefit from your IRA. Um, and then the, the, tr the regulations talk about uh, necessary, uh, reasonable necessary expenses to pay personal for your retirement account. And again, now you're in a gray area of what's reasonable and necessary and traveling to, to visit a property. Some people would say it's necessary. I don't know, on the day of the internet, maybe it's not. Just cleaner to just go on a personal vacation and make that research part of your personal trip um, to check out the property that you potentially want to invest. It just gets really hard, right? Especially if you're going to um, somewhere really pretty like Costa Rica or uh, you know, somewhere nice, Hawaii, it's awfully hard to prove that when, when your IRA pays for the trip um, that it was done exclusively to uh, check out a property for your IRA. Even though you, you, know, you hung out at the beach, went to some nice restaurants and bars, it's just, it's sightseeing. It's like, it's a mess. <laughs> you don't want to get there. So just, just pay for it yourself and make the uh, IRA research part of your personal travels. So there you go. Three uh, really great questions from three super smart uh, people. Nick, Teresa, Stephen, you're awesome. Thanks for your questions. Um, anyone out there that uh, has questions, you can be a client of IRA Financial or not. No worries. I'm here to help. Uh, love doing this stuff. Love preparing. Um, educate myself while I hopefully get to educate you as well. We can all learn together. So uh, subscribe to uh, AdMail if you haven't. I, I really enjoy the, the podcast. I hope you guys do as well. And uh, look forward to talking to all of you again next week.